0: Insert disc two.
1: So, if you had to make, and this is just for fun, okay. If you had to make a New Year's gaming resolution, a something New year's positive,
0: gaming resolution, yeah,
1: something you want to accomplish in your gaming life.
0: You've got a. It's an interesting. It's an interesting question, but one thing that has always bothered me was, and it's bothered me more in the past couple years because I've, I've I've acquired them. I've got. I've got a EverDrive or a gaming solution for real consoles, for the Atari 2600, <clears throat> the uh, uh, the NES, the Super NES, the N64, the Genesis, the, C, the uh, 32x, the 3DO. All right, uh, the Vectrix, the Turbo I've got video. I've got gaming solutions for all of these, and I'm sure I'm missing a couple. Right. And it always bothers me that I don't get to play them that much. It's not even, I don't have time or whatever. But I've learned the secret, I think. And so my, my, I guess my resolution would be to take advantage of the gifts that have, that have been invented in my lifetime that will allow me to play all the games I never had access to in the past or even cared about. Example, I was never a big N64 guy back in the day. Uh, but I now have access to their entire library. Alright, so I'm trying to go through it and try some of the games that I may have missed. Um, I can tell you that I'm going through the uh, TurboGrafx library, as I mentioned to you before the show, and I've enjoyed it immensely. It's so much fun. I never had a chance to play any of these games. A big chunk of them are from Japan, and they're a lot of fun. So my goal is to take advantage. I'm not going to focus as much on a- acquiring more stuff. I want to focus on what I've got and enjoying the things that I have. My,
1: my New Year's res- gaming resolution is to spend more time fixing up and spending quality time with my very first gaming machine, the Atari 1200XL.
0: Really, this is your this is your resolution. What yeah. do you have in mind?
1: Well, I've been doing some research, and you can buy because, as you recall, I repaired my keyboard membrane with some circuit with a circuit writer. Yeah, but it's already started to fail again. Oh, so this no. is this is not a permanent solution. So, but you can actually buy new old stock membranes that you mm-hmm. can just swap out the whole thing. I think. Probably
0: that's, pretty cheap.
1: So that's step one. Yeah. Um, step two is I am going to try to figure out some way, some interface to get that machine online mm-hmm. and connect to my very first BBS.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Because, uh, you know, you we've, we've talked many an episode about your BBS memories, and I have never once in my life uh, connected to a BBS.
0: Really? Not one time? Never man.
1: once. And so I figure if I'm going to do it, I need to do it on my very first computer.
0: I like it. Um, now... the the amount of uh, hardware add-ons for the 1200 I'm assuming would pale in comparison with say the Amiga.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh,
0: And you can currently play the majority of the games that were available for the 1200.
1: The, yeah, the, um, the, the SD card solution, I gotta be honest with you, is not—it's not nearly as seamless as a console uh, one because the games come in so many different formats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newer
0: ones are a little bit more, a little easier to tope with. Right? Yeah, the,
1: the later models, like the XeGS mm-hmm. and the uh, the Xe line, I think they kind of consolidated more stuff together. The 1200 XL had compatibility issues right out of the box. That's why it was only on the market for like less than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will run most of the stuff. Mm. Um, and like I said, it's got, it's got uh, nostalgic value to me. Sure. Being, it, it, it's also the only machine that I own that was the original machine that I had from back in the day. I understand. Huh? Yeah. And so um, I kind of wish that I would have bought some of that uh, Atari 8-bit software off you before you got rid of it. Because some of that stuff could have been part of my New Year's resolution to investigate some of that stuff. Well, good news for you, I still have a ton of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well we can we can talk more about that later um but uh i you know i'm just really looking forward my machine for 2019 is going to be the the atari 8 bit
0: okay very good um i plan on doing you know i've got the amiga now I, I in terms of machine aspect i would like to get my 600 back up and running appropriate like god i love that machine when it was up and running it was my baby, mm-hmm. and I've got to it a. It is a very
1: fine machine.
0: It's fun. it's a cute little machine. I mean, I, I know when they released it, I wanted, I thought, I thought Amiga should, or Connor should be taking that shot, but now here it is a few years later, and I do like the form of it, uh, but I plan on doing. I've got two computer goals this year, outside of the Amiga. One, I'm going to get a uh, an SD solution for my Coco, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm desperately longing for to get back into Cocoa. And I would also like to get a proper multi-card SD solution for my uh, XEGS that you bought me, uh, because I'm missing out on a lot of this good Atari fun. And uh, I would like to get my dip my toe in the pool on that because I and, am familiar with a lot of it.
1: And you're coming in at a good time too, because there are many more available now than there were a couple of years ago when I bought mine.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm, I've been researching. Of course, money is always an issue, but uh, uh, and, and I'm, I know again I'm not in a hurry because I've gotten. I've been very fortunate, to be honest with you, that I've been able to to uh, beg, borrow, and steal just enough money to get the stuff I've got now. Uh, but I mean, it's it's it is awesome to have these little solutions, and it is, you know, we've talked about. It. I love emulation as much as anybody, and I'm never I've never said, hey, if you don't have uh, the real hardware, you're garbage, because that's that's really silliness. You could stack these things side by side, you'd probably never know the difference. Mm-hmm. But there is a certain um, how can I put this. There's something, uh, there's a mental thing that makes playing this stuff on the original hardware sort of fun for me. I mean, if you got it, mm-hmm. and, and I got it. And also, it, I guess it justifies the existence of this stuff if you've got if you've got some way to play it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've got a building full of this stuff. I need to do something with it, you know. So uh, uh, I'm looking forward to delving into that stuff a little bit more. You know, it's funny, I don't want to delve into anything too deeply because I'm just, when it comes, I was talking to the Chud about this, when it comes to like gaming and so I just want stuff to work. I mean, that's I'm I'm beyond the point of, you know, of messing with stuff. I just don't feel like doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time I used to. I don't have the patience. Old Aaron could do that stuff, but new Aaron, I just don't have time to do it, and I don't have the patience to get into it that much. So I just want stuff to work. Yeah, you know, that's the I bottom line. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, there's a universe of games out there that I have not got to play yet, and um, I don't know. I wanted to ask you about this. I listen to a lot of gaming shows. And some of these people are very well versed in many types of games. You know, uh, they, they know a lot about a lot of games. What is what to you? What is the draw to retro gaming? Is it the games, or is it the feeling of being immersed in your childhood that gets you? I mean, you really, when you look back on it, I mean, how long? How much time do you spend in a given week playing old games? In a regular week, or you played a ton of them, or is it something you just touch one sometimes. I'm not ashamed
1: to say that for me, me yeah. personally, it is 80% being immersed in in childhood. Yeah. And so that's why accelerators and uh, solutions that improve the performance of my machine, unless it allows me to play more or really, I don't even care about that. I want to be able to play the stuff that I played when I was a kid and enjoy it.
0: With no fuss.
1: With no fuss, right.
0: That's pretty much the way I am. Uh, the, uh, uh, the a younger me with more time and no family, I would probably really be into the Amiga One stuff or uh, some of this other stuff. But I just I just want to play fun games that I remember. They mightn't be that good, you know, but they were fun to me. You know, I don't want to sit down and play Jumpman or something. I was sitting and playing games uh, earlier this week. They were modern games. There's nothing against modern games because they're tremendous. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of great games. You know, right there, right there. I just... I don't know how anyone find. I don't know how an adult finds the time to do this stuff with a family. I just swear to you, I cannot figure it out. Well,
1: I think that everyone's family situation is different. And sometimes people, other partners in the relationship take a more active and, you know, uh, role... Than others, and I think that uh, you know it just depends on what your particular situation is.
0: Well, I've got I spend a lot of time with my kid playing games, but it's almost always the classic stuff. So it's what he now he plays Switch games. I just got him the new uh, Smash Brothers game. Have you, have you, you know, the Switch version? Mm-hmm. He loves it, and he wanted me to play with him this week. and I can't stand that. I've never understood the appeal of these Smash Brothers games. I'm a fighting game guy, but I, th- I hate. Them. Oh, I think I if you're so a, fi- I think
1: if you're a fighting game guy, you're not going to like. It just Smash. just so random
0: to me. Mm-hmm. You know, have you played them before? Well,
1: it's kind of like saying I can't stand Mario Kart because it's not like Forza.
0: Oh, I see. It just, uh, but I mean, I, I just don't think it's, I just don't have much fun playing it. Like Forza, I can understand the appeal if you're a gearhead type.
1: No, no. What I mean is that Mario Kart is the Smash.
0: <laughs> so you're saying Smash Bros. is like. Uh, is like uh, cotton candy and, and say, Street Fighter is like a a more complicated meal. Right. Okay, well, there you go then. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Any parting thoughts? Well,
1: I wish you the best of luck on your resolution for this year, and uh, I will be posting updates on the Discord about my Atari 8-bit purchases. And um, you know, I think that uh, we're going to have a great 2019. I know on the Amiga scene, we've got a ton of awesome stuff lined up. I can't wait to discover the universe of games chosen for us by the uh, by the committee. Um, over in the chat, uh, Graham says uh, for him it's part nostalgia, part being able to play games he couldn't afford or copy back in the day. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Being able to afford machines like you know, I, I have a great love for the 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 apples of the early 2000s those were thousands of dollars back in the day you can have them for 50 bucks now you know really um, cheap huh? yeah i mean because it's it's not like the amiga. the amiga is the outlier i think in that regard um you know almost everything is is probably more expensive than it was at its very lowest but only the amiga is really leaps and bounds i think the amiga is probably one of the few systems that might cost more now than when it was new <laughs> <laughs> you know in a lot of cases
0: you know it's funny i was talking to chudley before we close up. You know, we did the uh, PC Mini uh, Best 30 You Could Put On It show. And I've talked to a lot of people that were talking about... In fact, uh, I think Huck was one of the guys that were talking about building up a uh, classic PC system. And I, I, don't, I don't see myself doing that. But I do see myself... I've got a, some laptops that fall into that category where I could use them with DOS and whatnot. It's interesting that, that, the, that the PC uh, genre is... Getting wings. I think that's one thing that happened this year that surprised me was the fact that people were starting to. I mean, it was becoming a big money business to build these old PCs. In fact, old in fact, motherboards are coming out new ones that are effectively for old processes to play these old games. It's quite it's quite crazy to me. Uh, and again, we've talked about it on the show most a lot of PC think were very good. Mm-hmm. You know, was, there were way better games on the on the Amiga or the Color Sixty Four, for example. But I think it's a it's an interesting area, uh, so it's neat to see that the PC people are finally getting into the mix. I'm am happy for them uh, this year. So I but I, I think this year I got this feeling that I'm going to play more games this year than I have in previous years. I I, I felt the bug more here recently that I had for a long time. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I think ease of use is probably part of it because I, I don't want to I don't want to mess with stuff, you know. And I think doing ARG is a good chunk of it too because we cover so many different systems. Oh yeah, there, absolutely. You know? Uh, but uh, I, And I've discovered a lot of new systems I've never played before. So iPhone is going to be a big-time gaming year for me if I can fit it all in. Plus, with the availability of these cheap portable systems, it's a lot easier to fit your portable gaming in than it used to be. So I think it's going to be, I mean, hey, listen, the bottom of the truth is, is as we go forward, all this retro stuff, it gets cheaper and cheaper if you don't mind emulating it. And it's out there, and there's tons of it, and it's ready to go.